Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 104 of Suicide Squad. And the minute's going to start out with uh, the, the squad still walking down the, uh, the hallway. Um, it's really just a shot of uh, Diablo's back, Deadshot's back, and Rick Flag's back. The minute's going to end. They're still they're walk they're walking they're 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 coming to the exit of the subway. <laughs> this whole minute takes place in that hallway that the subway and Incubus yeah. was killing people. Great details. It's a um, uh, it's cool set pieces. Yeah. Um, dialogue falls short. We'll talk about the dialogue, um, but first let's talk about the subway. It's very nice. It's good detailing. What's cool about it is they really set the tone that it's creepy that they're in this. Um, There's even like screams echoing. Yeah, it's like the spirits are like, um, it's almost like, because we, we tried explaining it uh, when it first happened, when Incubus showed up and he kind of started melting all of this stuff around him. Assimilating. Yeah. And and it's that idea that maybe the human the life itself is is melted into the walls and stuff like that. And so um, I I believe that they're hearing those sounds as they walk through. I believe the screams and the the cries that the oh the, you don't think it was just like ADR like oh this is like kind of like a flashback sequence kind of thing. Um, like, I can still hear their screams. I feel like they actually are hearing it. I think they're gen- genuine screams, but it, I think it's from the the people that are maybe getting changed into eyes of the adversary uh, up at the altar. I don't necessarily think it's the screams that are still echoing from mm-hmm. the dead people on the 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 pre assimilated people, post assimilated. But what's cool is that you know the the team itself and and they're and it's shown through the direction. Um, it's shown that they themselves are kind of creeped out about it too. Mm-hmm. Like Katana's looking around, Diablo's looking around. They're all really creeped out about it. Um, and so it's really cool to see this stuff. And, and they're really close-up shots of um, the material itself. Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, mm-hmm. I just saw it. Uh, if you look back at the beginning of the minute, it's them. It's the feet walking over like bullet cases and stuff. If you look back there... Diablo slips a little bit. Right there, Diablo oh. slips on a bullet casing. That's my funny. My God. I was, I've been, it was my note for this minute, and you just caught it, Nate. Um, and that was your only note? Like, no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. It was a question, and you mm. answered it. Because I'm thinking, like. You're going to intention. No, if you're walking up into a hallway that's covered in bullet casings that are literally in um, I'm just not a going straight to line step- down. No, I'm not going to step. Clear path. I'm not going to step on the bullets. Like no. I'm, it doesn't sound like a good idea whatsoever. Like they're all, like humans invented the wheel, and we invented the wheel to move things. Like <laughs> the Egyptians used it to bu- build the pyramids. Like we use logs and stuff to move things because it's a wheel. Like that's how they got ca- Stonehenge over there. Bullet casings are round, and so they will move the heavier object that is placed on top of it with ease. And so it is a very slippery thing to step on. And so my question, at some point in this episode, we were going to talk about, hey, you know that shot of them stepping on the bullet casings? Doesn't that seem like a red flag? Like, doesn't that seem like you would slip? Uh-huh. And he slips. <laughs> and he slips. And I did not even notice that until he pointed it out. Diablo slips on a bullet casing. And I'm, I honestly was thinking, if you stepped on a 
like complete shoe size of mm-hmm. bullet casings. You're go you're that you're that's like roller skates, buddy. Yeah, think about the inertia of your body yeah. resting on something that is now and it's tiny bullet cases too. That can move. Yeah. You know, like you're like that sounds like the the worst idea ever. It's just like a it's like a home alone trap. Yeah. Like <laughs> you you are going like t- tell me how the human body like you'd have to like be very precise and be very careful. It's it, it doesn't make any sense in my opinion. I I can't even say it looks cool. Now, I want to know how many shots they did of the close-up feet. Was it one shot? And like it was like, ah, crap. All right, whatever. We're not doing that anymore. It's dangerous. We got the one. No one's going to notice him slipping it. It's not like people are going to go by minute by minute. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what happened. I'm trying to see if anyone else is slipping now. Did you notice that this whole time or just right? No, I just noticed it right there because I had the question. I was like, he's got to slip. And then... And it happens. And I saw his foot go and I was like, oh, snap. He totally slips. I just be as badass as you want, but when you're slipping on bullet casings, yeah, it's like a it's like a Harlem Globetrotters thing. It's it's the work smarter, work smarter, not harder. Does that make sense? Yeah, walk around the bullets. Yeah, like you are a you guys are badasses, but you guys are also smart asses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so walk around the bullets. Don't. Don't walk on the bullets. That just doesn't make any sense. Visually, you guys are in the right. It looks pretty. It does it? Yeah. I, I mean, do you remember the game Black, the Xbox game? Yes. So, like, it had all the How bullets and stuff like that. How many times are you going to bring up this game? It's whenever anything has bullets and stuff like that. That's literally <laughs> the game that you have to go to because it's just a, a copious amounts of bullet casings. Um, it's. I think it's aesthetically pleasing. I'm not a big gun guy, but, like, that whole, that, that gold... Uh, it's like a, it's like I feel the same way if you give me like a big barrel of pennies or Smaug's pile of gold <laughs> and a Scrooge McDuck diving into said pile of gold and breaking every bone in his yeah, body. Yeah, like that, that just like a big money thing and like gold. I love gold pieces and stuff. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's aesthetically pleasing. The sound mm-hmm. of it is bling 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 bling. bling. That's my bullet casing sound. Um. Like, I just, I honestly want to grab them, like, scoop them up into a pile, grab them, and let them just fall through my fingers, you know? You you brought up the sound of money dropping, and, and for some reason, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of a Mario game. Isn't there a Mario game where you, like, you win, and then, like, a big coin drops, and it's, it's like, And it bing, smashes you? Bing, oh. bing, and it, like. No, the stars do that. Yeah. When, and when you beat and, the level. And you feel great when it, it does that little ping on mm-hmm. the ground, and you're like, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, one of those things. Um sonic whenever you lose coins rings Mm -hmm. that noise it's beautiful (laughs) yeah um you might be right yeah like just the you know seeing all those little gold things and it's a visually pleasing minute Mm -hmm. i'm telling you um but like i said the dialogue falls flat now this is what i've been coming back to it's like dialogue doesn't have to but it should in some way move the plot along it doesn't in this minute, but what's moving the plot along is them literally walking forward in a hallway. Because we know what's at the end of that hallway. So the plot is being moved forward. I think the dialogue is allowed to take a back seat. It's a little bit of a one-on-one moment between Rick Flag and Deadshot. So it's supposed to be like, here's them buddying up and uh, sharing things and, and yada, yada, yada. Um I don't know. I I think this conversation, so um, while they're walking through the hallway, they're having a conversation 
uh, Rick Flag and Deadshot, and um, you know, as they're looking at all this debris, uh, Deadshot, you know, because he's seeing all this debris, he he tells Rick Flag, "You must really love this woman, you know, because of all the danger that that is being foreshadowed to them." And Rick Flag is saying that you know, at some point, he didn't believe love was even a real thing. Like he thought it was just as hard to believe as ufos and aliens and stuff like that i mean aliens exist in this universe so you better start believing in 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 ghosts now yeah (laughs) you're in in one you're in a pirate movie um uh i think um but he said that all changed with uh with june moon that june moon showed him that true love does exist um I think what what it falls flat is that it should have continued. I think I wanted to, I think I wanted him to to explain more. Like why why did she prove that love existed to you? You know, yeah. like from and, what we understand, he just fell in love with a goth chick in a black bathtub. Yeah, like there was something like, and it's not even because they wanted to, it's because Amanda Waller wanted them to fall in love, right? Like I think it was all planned by her. That I don't know, I don't know. We we talked about it many moons ago in the beginning of this movie we just said it didn't add up the the fact that he's now all of a sudden in love with her um but he can explain it but he doesn't he just says it all changed when he met june and i think the scene cut short i think if they just gave a little more rick flag time for him to talk it out and tell us why it exists um, we would leave the theater going, okay, I mean, I I am convinced, and I'm not trying to help them out, but it's like, because um, I'm not trying to seem apologetic for it, but it's like, I think he should explain that that this feeling that the to want to help someone who is cursed like this, you know, like you wake up every day and you go, I don't have to help you out, but I always feel the need to do that, and it's like, that willing and sacrificial desire to help someone that should be proof of love mm-hmm. like why am i doing these things because i want to like why why am i doing that and it's because you're in love and it's like it's like something where like a maybe a line could have been just like you got this far you must love her kind of thing no well, is that not, too not because you got this far but the fact that you've come this far proves yeah. that you love her like and, and and i think there there needs to be a little bit more to that and it's also a weird thing because love is not the theme of this movie. So it almost seems weird that this is the moment to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like if this movie had been like thematically about love, about true love versus mutual benefits. I feel like I have something a little bit, not maybe not better, but here's a cool idea. Hmm. Sorry, pause for dramatic effect. Um, so maybe if, if love could have been a side theme, if that's a phrase or something like that to this movie where instead of Rick Flagg talking to Deadshot about this, he could be talking to Katana who kind of is in the same position. And if we're going back to that sword is supposed to be the answer to cutting out Enchantress's heart and restoring her or whatever, it seems like Katana and Rick Flagg should be talking about, hey, I really love this girl. Your husband is trapped in there. I'm afraid that my love is going to be trapped in that thing too. So talk me through this, like get me through it. How do we do this? What do you cope with? These kind of things. It's it's that kind of situation. Is love the theme? No, no, is no, no, no. I'm not saying is love the theme, but if it was, 
And now I'm asking it. I don't think lo- mm, well, Joker. There's and the Harley. Joker Harley Quinn love. There's the June Moon Rick Flag love. There's a daughter. There's Deadshot. a question of do do you believe in love, Deadshot? Um, Katana, her husband. Is there? Am I missing Diablo something? loved his wife and his kids and Diablo he loved did his a wife, but it yeah bad thing. Um so maybe it's an underlying theme. But I that feel that was I, it, not side theme. Side theme underlying, underlying theme, yeah. Um that'd be cool. It's I, I get this whole buddy moment between Rick and Deadshot, but if uh, it feels like this love conversation should be Rick Flag and Katana. But then again, we're not supposed to know that the sword is supposed to be restoring her and cutting out her heart and stuff like that. That is not the plot, right? That's not what happens. <laughs> That's not what happens. The sword, mm. the sword doesn't cut it out. Mm-mm. The sword doesn't steal the soul at the end. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that. Um, but in the trailer, it showed that it did. That's the weird part. Oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like this moment when I say it could have been more like, Maybe this should have been back at the bar, like, and have the whole team talk about the mm-hmm. thematic of love, because then Diablo gets to talk about, you know, like, and this might fuel them all to leave and walk out of that bar and have that Suicide Squad moment with the Stephen Price music and all that. Like, if they had had this conversation before, and Harley Quinn got to voice things about love, Katana got to voice things about love, Diablo voiced his regrets, you know, nobody ever loved Killer Croc, and and and. Captain Boomerang loves his Nana. So, like, they all believe in love in some way and have that group conversation where they bond over that and and bond over um, the thought of losing their significant other. That that should be taking place right before this moment Mm -hmm. and and, and not thrown together, like, at the end like this. Because I, I, I think when he says, you know, he says... Um, and then I met June and then, and then there's, there's pause and then Deadshot's like, I'm going to get you there. And it's like, I got your back. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, is there, you want to explain that more? You can't just say, I used to think love was like UFOs. Now I don't. It's like, wow, real convincing there. Mm-hmm. Like there's gotta be more. Um, what well, UFOs exist. So that line is, <laughs> it literally happened what how whatever the times a year ago or whatever um at least when, two years yeah. ago um or not even it'd be like two weeks ago because doomsday was showing up oh yeah like throwing lex Luthor letters all yeah. over the place like um so like they they do exist rick flag there's proof of ufos um are we supposed to be thinking like hey rick flag you're wrong because one in this universe ufos do exist and two by that definition, love has to exist as well. <laughs> I wish he threw that line in. Like I used to think it were fake, like UFOs, and, until I saw UFOs. until I saw a dude in a cape. Yeah, until Superman started flying around town. Yeah, and be like, "That's good in universe talk." I believe it. So yeah, or you know, I used to put the love in UFOs, and then Metropolis blew up. Mm-hmm. And then we had aliens got leveled and and then we had aliens trying to conquer the world. Yeah. So yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a, it's pretty short minute. There wasn't much. It was just that I'm telling you. Yeah. The dialogue didn't advance the plot. The walking advanced it. The physical walking. So it was, it was shown, not told. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We could join us to talk about today's minute. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for Minute 105 of Suicide Squad. 